This is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman. Well, ho, 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 and Merry Christmas. Good morning, everybody. I hope you're enjoying a wonderful, beautiful, blessed Christmas morning. This is Jason Kreiderman with your Financial Empower Hour. Looking forward to an awesome, exciting show today. I can't believe it's Christmas. Uh, you know, I just sit back with my family and reflect on these times, and I have uh, my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, with me today. Uh, Merry Christmas, Tony. How are you today? Well, Merry Christmas to you too, Jason. I am great. How could I not be great? It's Christmas Day. It's amazing. It's Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day day and i hope all of our listeners out there are having a wonderful holiday weekend and holiday season a uh, merry christmas to everyone uh but yeah i'm doing great uh spending time with the family visiting my parents uh you know just uh doing a lot of that not a whole lot of traveling this year but a little bit so not too bad not too well, bad good. now yeah. uh, how much time tony do you get to take off around the holidays and, and spend with the family well, I always take off the week between Christmas and New Year's. Good for you. So, um, and then the Christmas weekend, we're doing uh, my side of the family and we're doing Christmas with them. And then um, the New Year's weekend, we're getting together with uh, my wife, Sarah's whole family. So oh, kind of okay. split it up. Yeah. Yeah. Spread it out over two weeks yeah, or worked, two weekends it, anyhow. Yeah, yeah. It worked out this, this year and I always take that week off. So this coming week, uh, I'm off all week. So how about you? That's, uh, you know, uh, kind of the same. Um, yeah. it's crazy busy. As a matter of fact, this year, um, my sister is coming home from Florida and bringing her daughter, uh, my niece, bringing her home. Uh, they're going to be here. Fun. Well, they'll be here before Christmas. Yeah. They, they, and, um, and so then we're going to spend some time with them and she's never seen, my niece has never seen snow on the ground other than just in TV. Oh my and, uh, goodness. Why? Where do they live? Florida. They live oh, in uh, wow. okay. my sister yeah. retired from the Air Force down there. She was stationed at Fort Walton Beach. Oh wow. And uh yeah, so it's it's gonna be That'll be uh, so my, much fun. Yeah, my niece is fifteen and, and she's never seen snow on the ground other than TVs. So she's she's excited, but she's also a little scared. She'll see it here <laughs> this year. Oh, she'll she, love it. Yeah, she thinks she's gonna freeze. But um yeah, you <laughs> she know might. we're kinda I mean, doing the same thing. Possibility. Uh, it is. It is. Well, she asked. She. It was funny. We had her on. Uh, we had her on a phone call the other night, a video phone, and and uh, talking about their plans and when when she's getting out of school and then driving up and what they're gonna want to do when they're here. And she was sure to ask us multiple times, "Do you guys have enough warm clothes for me?" <laughs> she has two long sleeve shirts, and um, <laughs> <laughs> she'll need a bit more than that probably yeah, this winter. So, and yeah. the good thing is, you know, she's she's basically the same size as uh, well, kind of Lexi and Josie, our two girls, um, same age as Lexi. So, oh no, it'll be great. We have plenty. That's what we told. We have plenty of of sweatshirts and pants and socks and hats and gloves and boots and you name it. So yeah, it'll be fun to have the family here. And again, we do kind of what you do as well. We try to spend, uh, you know, we do, we kind of get it all done on Christmas day. You know, today's the big day. Um, the morning with my family 
And and then we when we pack up and head over to my dad's and, and Carol's and we spend a couple hours there for Christmas. And then ultimately later in the afternoon, we end up over in Essexville at Amy's parents. And uh, oh. so we really crunch it out. We do. We do. Wow. Three one day. One uh, day. Yeah. We just That's, get it all out of the way. Get it out of your system right now, Tony. That is crazy. <laughs> um, I remember that um, growing up, it was always Christmas Eve with my dad's family. They always celebrated and opened gifts on Christmas Eve. And Christmas Day was my mom's family, either at my grandma's house, well, she, my grandma and grandpa's house on my mom's side, well, they were still alive. And, that, or, and then after that, since then, my Aunt Mary's every Christmas yeah. Day. So I love that. And then I, I did I mention this before on the show, but my my grandmother's tradition on Christmas Eve was to make oyster stew. Tony, you Tony, unfor- unfortunately, you mentioned that I, to us on one I, of our last shows. I know Tony, that's and- what I thought. <laughs> I thought I had mentioned now, that, but uh, speaking of that, if, if you remember, I put a challenge to our listeners on that show <laughs> yes, you and did. I asked our listeners, if any of you have ever heard of or had, uh, you know, the tradition of oyster stew on, on Christmas to please call in and let us know. And, uh, no and, calls. and Tony, no calls. Yeah. No, the phone <laughs> no is not rang. Now we've gotten 20 or 30 calls every week for our book. We get 20 <laughs> right. or 30 calls every week for a visit with us and a sit down and but it's amazing, Tony, the phone, there's not been one call uh, that, that other people have had or heard of this tradition of sure. oyster stew. So Christmas Eve, uh, oyster stew. That's, I'm telling you, it's a thing. You, your family uh, might be one of a kind, Tony. I, don't, it, I do not enjoy it, but it, it's a thing. All right. It's a thing. Uh, well, I'll tell you, the holidays, though, can be stressful for some. And, of course, people spend money. Uh, we talked a little bit about this on the show. Uh, but going into the new year, I think people want to always, uh, this is the time they start thinking about goals for next year, uh, changing some things up. And there are a lot of changes coming down the pike. I mean, we see a big social security cost of living adjustment coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that, uh, you know, hopefully taxes will remain low, but we want to see where interest rates in our economy is headed. Uh, it looks like inflation has gone down a bit. So, uh, I'm hopeful for 2023. How about you financially? What are, what do you think we're looking at here? You know, I think we all have to be Tony. If the, you know, we've learned a lot over the last few years here, especially since the the major uh, earth shaking pandemic of 2020, and and so we've been through a lot um, across the globe, uh, geopolitically here in the United States, politically our economy, as you mentioned, with interest rates and inflation, and obviously the market in 2022 not being very friendly, uh, not performing very well on the equities or the bond side. Um, and so I think we really do just have to kind of at this point in time uh, look forward to some optimism and really think, okay, things have got to get better. Uh, let's try to focus and stay positive and, and things will get better. And I think, you know, you mentioned inflation starting to dial back a little bit. Uh, that's a big deal, Tony. Inflation was getting so carried away in the middle of 2020 and yeah. nobody really understood you. Know, what, what's it, where's it going to stop and why is it going up and what does it mean to the, our, our daily lives? And, and I think we all have seen that whereas gas and bread and milk and restaurants and clothes, everything costs more this year. Um, that kind of came off the, the heels of the supply chain issues that we experienced back to 2020 from the COVID uh, you know, from the pandemic year. So there's a lot of things I think that we need to to stay optimistic about. 
and and stay positive. Look forward to that. Hopefully, a lot of this COVID issue is is settling down. Um, I don't think we can say it's ever going to be gone. It, it's an illness now that'll be with us forever. But we've learned medically so much more about it. Um, you know, I think it's settled down a little bit. We've also learned so much more about how to prevent it and how to treat it. Um, I think we are recovering a little bit in the, uh, let's call it the jobs market. As far as people are going back to work, not as many people are laid off or furloughed. Um, even, even a lot of the at home jobs or, or, yeah. uh, you know, people are getting back to the office to do more of a hybrid. And, and so that's a positive thing. I think, um, supply chain agree. is improving, uh, supply chain is improving. I, is. I still don't understand all this darn chip issue with these vehicles and stuff, but yeah, that's um, a tough one. You know, and a lot of that we can get into politics. Well, we outsource to get our chips from China and we should just chip manufacture. There's a lot of things, Tony, that we just we can't solve all the world's problems in one day. But I do think, as you mentioned, there's a lot of things to be optimistic for. Um, I do think with interest rates, uh, interest rates have been going up to combat inflation. But I think that'll slow down as well a little bit. Inflation is dialing back. Uh, there's been a negative side of that inflation going up is obviously rates when we borrow money goes up and that has had a negative impact on the housing market. Uh, but I think that negative impact on the housing market is more of a reality check where maybe six months, eight months ago, uh, I think real estate values were probably pretty, pretty highly inflated and overpriced. Uh, so, so that needs to have a reality check and come back down. Uh, so again, I think you're right, Tony, there's a lot going on out there. If we sit back here between the holidays and just reflect upon what did we just go through in 2022 and, and do me a favor, listeners out there, don't just focus on the negative things. Yeah, there's a lot of negative things that happened this year, but please try to do all you can to focus on the positive, positive things in your family, positive things with your friends, positive things uh, in your work life, in your home life, whatever you can. Uh, try to find more positive than negative, obviously, and right. then let's carry that that positivity, Tony. Let's Let's build some... As you mentioned, now's the time where people make goals for the next year or New Year's resolutions. And let's keep most things positive. I really think if we we all just start try to start off 2023 on a positive foot with with high expectations and and in reality check too, knowing that it's again, it's not going to be all, you know, unicorns and rainbows. Um, But I think optimism right now is a big deal, especially here at the holidays. Enjoy some time with your family. Kick back, relax, reflect on the positive. And Tony, you do that for me too. Let, let's let's get ready to go into a 2023 and just have an awesome year. Yes, for sure. I'm excited about it. And I like your message of positivity. I was going to bring up the markets and then I thought, wait, he's, he's saying stay positive. And, you know, 2022 wasn't a positive year. But you know what? Uh, the markets go down and they go up. And so I think there is a positive message in there uh, to for people with the market to buy low, sell high and don't make emotional decisions in between uh, or at those times, especially. So uh, I think stay positive about the market, stay positive about the economy. There are a lot of good signs pointing to uh, a better year ahead. And yeah, absolutely. I think that's important as investors also to remain positive. And uh, the keywords don't panic when it comes to markets and investments, right? Yeah, no, absolutely, Tony. You mentioned, you know, how do we stay positive after we just came off of the last 11 or 12 months of such a negative stock market? Right. And I'm, I'm glad what you said, what you said, the markets go up and the markets go down. They always have historically from day one of, of the internet, the opening yep. of the New York Stock Exchange, and they will for the rest of your life, my life, our kids, our grandkids, the markets always go up and down. The key there is don't let a short term, uh, short term market 
hiccup, uh, you know, a speed bump become a roadblock for you and for your financial future. Uh, you should have a plan or vision, dreams, goals that are built for the long term, not just this last 12 months, not even just the next 12 months, but for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years or more of your life is really what we should be focusing on is the four quarters of a football game again. Um, long term, big, big term, long vision, big financial picture, big plan. And in that plan, Tony, I promise we're going to have more unfortunate times, maybe where the market's down again, minus 10, minus 20 or minus 30 percent. But ultimately, your plan shouldn't shouldn't be focused on just these short time frames. Right. They really should be built for long term. Um, and you're right. Don't do not panic and knee jerk react when these things happen. If you have a plan that's built for the long term, it should be built to weather these storms. And you mentioned it, Tony. Now's a great time to buy. You were told by your mom or dad, grandma or grandpa, the first person that ever talked to you about investing probably told you buy low, sell high. That's how you make money. What a wonderful opportunity right now, Tony, that we have to stay very positive and opportunistic about is the market being low. Yeah. What a phenomenal time to buy low, to yep. stay invested, to yep. get in. And and especially if you have three, five, ten years or more. Well, you know what? It's already time to take a quick break. It flew by our first segment. But before we do, we want to talk about your book, right? Yeah, we might as well. I mean, what a great time around the Christmas season to talk about giving giving back and giving things back to our listeners and at all of the educational events we do and everybody here in the office. Uh, we, we give away a lot of these books. Matter of fact, I think we had over 20 calls from, from last week's show, Tony, uh, of listeners calling in asking for a copy of the book. So if well, you it's would, a good please do the justice and yeah, yeah do, do us a, tell us how they can get a copy of that book. Yeah, Tony. it's called Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best but Prepare for the Worst. And this is really a guidebook to a solid financial plan. And we're going to give away 10 copies to the next 10 callers. And that number is 989-835-7203. Again, that's 989-835-7203. And if you want more information about your financial empower hour or the book or other financial questions, there's a lot of great resources on your website, uh, Jason, and that is GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. That's GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. And I want our listeners to stay tuned because we're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I am your co-host, Tony Shore. And I'm here with Jason Kreiderman. The man with the plan is here. And Jason, at the end of the last segment, we were talking about your book, Empower Your Retirement. And I love your tagline. You use this all the time. Our regular listeners know it. Plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. You got to stay optimistic. And that's what we're talking about today. And that's why you have to plan for the best. Uh, but you also need to be prepared for the bumps in the road, for those black swan events uh, when something like COVID happens or high inflation. And we've seen both those things. And if you prepare for inflation and build that into your plan, you don't need to worry about it. You can stay positive. Uh, but the book has a lot of information about this. And I want to once again tell our listeners they can get a hold of the book by calling 989 835 7203. We're going to give away another 10 copies. 989 835 
1-800-529-0503. And you talk a lot, Jason, about uh, empowering people's retirement and financial planning. And as we head into 2023 here, into the new year, we're looking at a new year coming up. Uh, you said in our first segment, set goals. All right. Um, what are some financial goals that listeners should be thinking about? That's a great question, Tony. Um, and I like how you said set goals and not necessarily um, New Year's resolutions. <laughs> yeah, no, if, we're not it, talking about going to the gym for a month and quitting. We're talking that's about right. I mean, <laughs> actual financial or retirement planning goals. Yes. That's it. Yep, yeah, that's exactly. right, man. Because, you know, I'm sure you're just like me, Tony, and a lot of our listeners are probably the same way. We set all those resolutions, and you're right. A month in, a quarter in, three months later, we 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 forgot what those resolutions even were. Let alone were we were we still doing to accomplish them. So, financially, let's not look at it. And you can still have those resolutions and go back to the gym, and and that's oh, all yeah. great. But you know, let's talk about financial plan. I could afford uh, to lose a couple of pizza pounds. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't, I mean, and I think, Hey, it's great to stay healthy. Yeah. Absolutely. Those are things that not only should we just do at the new year, we should do them all, all year. Um, but, but you're right. New New year's is the time that we say that new year, new me, right? New right. year, new you. <laughs> um, but if we think financially, I think let, let's talk about it less as a new year's resolution and more as a actual goal, like a physical goal that you're going to design a plan to achieve your goal. And the goal needs to be attainable, needs to be measurable, attainable. Uh, we can't set out these goals. Like, well, this year I'm going to become a millionaire. Well, that's, that's great, Tony, but how are you going to do that? I mean, is that, is that realistic? Uh, and maybe it is, and that's awesome. Um, but I really think we start small and you need to be, be prepared to have shorter term goals, maybe quarterly and then maybe six annual and may, I'm sorry, uh, six months or semi-annual and they maybe an annual goal. And make sure you keep track of these goals on a, on a weekly and a monthly basis and celebrate, celebrate yourself when you achieve these goals. And, and, and it doesn't hurt to, to, to build bigger goals. Once you achieve one to say, Hey, this next month or next quarter, I'm going to have a little bit bigger, a little loftier goal to achieve. Uh, but also keep in mind, it's okay to fail. It's okay. If you say, I want to save $10,000 this quarter. And you only save nine thousand or eight thousand. That's okay. Um, and the reason I say that is because life happens. And if you didn't have the goal to save the ten thousand, you may have never saved the eight thousand or whatever you did save. So reward yourself. Um, but I do think it's important that some of the goals we should focus on, Tony, are are maybe reducing debt. Uh, definitely always an objective. That now is a great time to sit down, do a budget sheet. We have an yep. awesome budget exercise that we share with with a lot of listeners from the show, with readers of the book. with So if you would like a budget exercise, really simple, we can mail it or email it to you. It's a one one to two pager. Helps you just get a handle on where you're spending money. What are you spending and where? And then that's a great place to start. Let's reduce our debt a little bit. Um, maybe let's... Uh, that's a great let's, goal. That's a great one, Tony. I think it's one we, we don't... I don't know if we don't think about it. It's just one I think we don't we don't focus on enough. Well, and, and the Fed say, you know, they're going to keep raising rates at least a little bit into the first quarter of next year. That's and, right. And when the Fed raises rates, that makes your savings account more can add value to your savings. That's right. Uh, your investments and savings can actually uh, have value added because of higher interest rates. That's right. Uh, so you definitely now is a good time to set some goals to help out with that saving. Absolutely. Uh, but it makes your debt more expensive when those rates go up, right? Uh, sure and does. unfortunately, the debt goes up more than your savings will. 
So maybe you want to take some of that savings and pay off that debt, right? So I think that debt goal is a good one, especially with interest rates rising, especially credit card debt, right? Or any any adjustable rate loan you have, like a HELOC or an ARM uh, home loan. Adjustable rate loans are terrible right now because they're skyrocketing the interest rate. Yeah, especially if you have anything that has an adjustable, as you mentioned, or even a balloon, uh, even a balloon that could really end up in an upside down position. So absolutely, you know, I I first, I always think about how do we, how do we help people save and make money? And and that's ultimately our goal as fiduciary advisors, Tony, is to help people save and make money. Well, it's hard to save and make money when you have debt. And I really think that's the first objective is if we can reduce or minimize our debt. And as you mentioned, Tony, especially with interest rates going up right now, that's a good thing because our savings, checking CDs, we're going to make a few more pennies, but it's really a bad thing when it comes to the debt. Because not only we're going to make a few more pennies with our investments, but we're going to spend a lot more dollars in our debt because that interest rate goes up a lot faster and a lot steeper uh, when you owe money than when you invest it. So I think it's a great plan. Uh, you know, have, have a plan, have a goal for the beginning of the year to reduce some debt a little bit. Um, take a look at also where you're spending. Can you re-leverage some spending where maybe there's some eh, frivolous spending going on out there and there's some things we sometimes we don't even realize. And here, subscriptions. Uh, when you get online and, and you start subscribing to different, uh, whether it be an app on your phone or uh, email subscriptions or, man, all of a sudden you, you start adding up all these these little things you paid for, but but all these little things add up to can, can add up to a lot of money. Um, so take a look at the things you're spending money on and see if you can reduce some of that spending. If you reduce some of the spending on unnecessary things, you could leverage those dollars back to paying off debt or investing more for your future. And as Tony mentioned earlier, what a better time to invest than right now. Yeah. Uh, interest rates are going up. The market's down. It, it's almost it's almost a perfect storm for what the next 5, 10, 20 years might look like as far as we can get more return in our savings, checking CDs because interest rates are going up. That's a good thing. Yep. The market's low. It It's going to go up. And what right. a great time to buy low is right now. Um, so I think we can transition from uh, cut down your debt to take a look at where you're spending money and then with reduced debt and, and a little smarter spending, have a few extra bucks at the end of the month to invest, uh, invest for your future. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll go into uh, that goal a little bit more in our next segment. We do have to take another quick break here, Jason. But before we do, I want to put up your offer. I know you said you're willing to uh, give away some more books. So I'm going to do it. Empower your retirement, plan for the best, prepare for the worst, is Jason's book. And listeners, you can get your very own copy, no charge, not even shipping, no obligation. Just call to get a copy of a book. It's a great guidebook for your financial planning. Call 989-835-7203. I'll give that number again, 989-835-7203. Also, for more information and some great resources for you, greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. That's greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I am your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, great show so far today. We're talking about setting some financial goals for the new year. And when it comes to financial goals, uh, you hit a big one, paying down debt. 
We're trying to stay positive, but paying down debt, nothing could be more positive than getting that uh, monkey off your back, so to speak. Uh, it's a burden you don't want. You want to minimize debt, minimize taxes, and maximize your investments in retirement income. So uh, that's how you get it done. Uh, and that's a huge goal to set. Uh, save is one of the goals you said, make a goal for saving. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, what do you mean make a goal for saving? Um, people sometimes struggle with coming up with that amount, don't they? They really do. A lot of people say, gee, how much do I invest or where do I start? And, and I just <laughs> try to keep it real simple and say, you start anywhere. Uh, I don't, if it's $5 or $25 or $500 that you're able to put away, uh, the objective is to start investing, start saving for your future. Yeah. But again, let's not, let's not forego, like you say, Tony, if there's debt out there, I think we have to get out from under our debt first or make that the, a primary objective of your plan. Uh, so let's say you have $100 at the end of the month you can afford to invest, but you also have some debt out there. Uh, maybe you take $75 of that, pay off the debt, and you invest 25 Therefore, a majority of those extra dollars is going to, it's really going to help save you so much more money long term, pay off from under that debt, get out from under those interest rates, especially as they're rising. Tony, as you mentioned, with the Fed still committing to increase interest rates uh, into next year to yeah. combat inflation, that is going to have a larger negative impact on all the dollars out there in debt. So I do think it, it makes smart sense, Tony, to leverage some of the money we're investing. Uh, maybe right now, especially while taxes are still lower, you mentioned tax rates. Uh, while taxes are potentially still lower, um, it, it might be a good idea to get those extra dollars as income in your paycheck. Go ahead and pay the taxes on them now to go to have extra money at the end of the month to pay debt off. And then when taxes go up, maybe we're out of debt or at a lot less debt. And now we want to go ahead and defer the taxes, put the money into our 401k or IRAs or Roth IRAs for the future. Yeah. See, that's another great strategy. And and when you talk about strategies like that uh, to make part of your planning and goals, um, it really does depend on where the individual is at. And that's why you offer the no charge, no obligation consultations. They can come into the office, talk with you and your staff, and that way it gives you a chance to figure out where they're at. And then you can make the right recommendation for them as far as what strategies they need to implement first. Because like you said, do I put money in my, do I increase my retirement account because I've got this debt over here? Um, maybe no, maybe you pay off the credit card debt first uh, before you do one thing, or maybe you need to find a way to do both and, you know, divide it up. So uh, everybody's situation is different though, right? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. I mean, that's one thing in 21 years that myself and, and our team have have really come to realization is every investor, every family, and every situation is different. And so when we're talking here on the show, you know, in these general terms of having these plans of reduce your debt and re-leverage some of your spending and then put money away, it really does matter, Tony, the, the financial position you're in and, and your personal positions that you're in and your goals and objectives and dreams short-term and long-term. And and so, yeah, when we talk on the show, it's, it's, it's definitely general ideas and thoughts because each individual investor or family should be getting personalized advice. And, and that's where, as you mentioned, our, our portfolio stress test and second opinion, Tony, that we put together for families at no charge. Um, and that digs deeper into your individual position. Where are you financially today? 
what does your debt load look like? What does your extra money at the end of the month look like? What are your current investments and your future and savings and opportunities look like? And so we can help you build a plan off of that. Again, personalized, Tony, to each individual investor versus, hey, I heard Jason and Tony on the radio show say, I have to stop stop spending and stop debt and invest for my future. Well, that's great general uh, information, Tony, but as, as you know and I know, it's that's not personal advice, and it's right. to do something physically with your money and have a powerful impact in your financial future, you need it personalized uh, to your to your unique situation. Yeah. But there is one goal uh, and uh, I wanted to ask you about, it. I would assume this is should be a major goal for all of our listeners and applies to everyone across the board. And that is to work with a financial services professional to come up with a plan. You, you need to work with a professional, right? Well, nowadays, I just think it's pretty tough if you don't. Um, you know, we've been doing this for 21 years and, and you know, there's a lot of people that we've met over the years that they used to call themselves, you know, do-it-themselfers. Uh, used to be easier, I think, to to research what's going on out there today and to try to buy and sell your own stocks and mutual funds. and But the, the investment world has just blown up so much to such a globalized uh, 24-7 uh, market and economy. Uh, there's so many things out there with REITs and, and, and mutual funds and stocks and ETFs and, and just all so many different uh, rules and laws and legislation. They're changing every day, Tony, that uh, and taxes. You know, how what, what are we doing today for tax dollars versus what does that look like in five years or 20 years? And, and so I, I just, Tony, I have not seen a lot of families or investors in the last five or 10 years successfully as do it themselves. Most of them st- are starting to get away yeah. from that. Uh, well, the, the one there's thing, changes in the laws for the retirement accounts, the tax implications, absolutely. the tax laws change, uh, ch- laws change, and they make changes to things like Medicare and Social Security. Yep. So you have to insurance uh, constantly being adjusted what is offered and whether it's good or bad. They keep improving on certain things. Other things go by the wayside. So you really have to understand all this to have a successful plan, financial plan these days. And why try to go all that alone? I mean, it's well, just, not even understand it. I mean, you got to have time. <laughs> you got to be willing to. You got to be willing to invest the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, how many hours per day to, to do all this research right. and stay up on it? And it's a daily chore, a daily job. And and so yeah, why why do it alone? I mean, maybe you just absolutely love it. And there are some investors they absolutely love it. Sure. Um, they have time. They're very few and far between anymore, though, Tony. Even a lot of do-it-yourselfers nowadays, they still have a trusted financial advisor on their team to help bounce ideas and strategies off and a couple times a year to run a second opinion just to make sure, is there anything they're anything they're missing, anything they're you know not up to speed on, or anything that might catch them end-of-the-year-wise or tax law-wise? Or, uh, so, yeah, I think that just the do-it-yourselfer thing, it's just not as common as it used to be. And, and having a drafted financial plan, from a fiduciary advisor and maybe even a team of advisors. I just don't know why we'd think about doing it any different nowadays. Yeah, that's true. Uh, why go it alone? And, you know, you're not going to, you know, remove your own tooth. You're going to go to a dentist. <laughs> you know, that's you're right. not going Absolutely. to. Yeah, yep. You shouldn't do things like that. Uh, and if you're not a mechanic, you're not going to, you know, repair your car engine. So uh, you need to work with professionals to make it cost effective and make it happen. And that's where you come in. And I think that's so important, but that's a huge goal to work with a financial services professional. If you aren't already, 
But another goal for this new year for some people, some people might be out there and go, no, I already have a financial plan. I have a 401k or I have a broker that helps me with sex. Um, you need to get a second opinion on the overall picture and a financial advisor who's a fiduciary who will look out for your best interests, look over the big picture when it comes to, you know, is your tax professional planning for the future and not just looking back at last year's taxes, things like that, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's so important um, whether you're very comfortable doing all your own uh, research and buying all your stocks, bonds, mutual funds yourself. Uh, that's wonderful, but it, it never hurts to have a team behind you. Like you say, Tony, an estate right. planning team, a CPA team, a financial advising team, maybe an insurance professional, that holistic planning. And we've been doing this for 21 years. And, and, and so that holistic planning to check and double check checks and balances, what is the right hand doing and how's that impacting the left hand and vice versa. So that team approach is awesome. And, and when we work with families, we draft what's called a financial empowerment plan. And that financial empowerment plan takes in all those other aspects and elements of estate planning, tax planning, income planning, uh, asset protection planning, asset management. So it's, it's bigger than just, hey, I have a, I have a 401k or right? I, I, I have an accountant or I have a, a, a broker that helps me buy sure. some stocks. or So I think there's a lot more to it, to a, a successful financial plan, especially for the long term. Yep. Uh, than just having some accounts. Yep, exactly. All right. Well, we need to take another quick break here. And before we do, I know you have some more books to give away. So the book is Empower Your Retirement. It's Jason's book and plan for the best, prepare for the worst. It's a great guide to setting up a financial plan and understanding your finances, why you need one, and different aspects of retirement income planning. And all you have to do is call us at 989-835-7203. Again, to get your copy of Empower Your Retirement, no cost, no shipping. It's uh, completely complimentary. It's 989-835-7203. And we're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, great show so far today. We've been talking about setting financial goals for the new year. And we're staring it right in the face. I can't believe how fast this past year has gone. Uh, <laughs> they say time flies when you're having fun, Tony. That's what they say. That's what they say. Well, and there's a lot to look forward to in the new year and be positive about it. And we talked. I think so. We talked about that positivity at the beginning of the show. Um, but what's something else that we need to set a goal to do in the new year? So, you know, we talk a lot about different goals financially. And one thing I think is a good thing to do at this time of year, whether you do it right before year end or preparing for what next year might look like for yourself and your family and those types of things. Maybe you're planning vacations and you're planning career moves. And one of the things that's always a good idea to keep an eye on, Tony, is how are our accounts set up? I mean, we really every once in a while have to step back and look at are our accounts titled properly? Uh, should we have some form of estate planning like wills or trusts or power of attorneys in, in play? And if we do have those documents, how do they impact our, our accounts? And quite often we find that people would sit down with an attorney and they have a revocable living trust drafted, uh, but they don't always title or fund the trust 
in all their accounts, meaning they still might have savings and checking accounts out there, but they didn't wrap them in or tie them into the trust. And so now's a great time just to step back and say, gee, how, how are all my accounts? First of all, inventory your accounts. What all accounts do you have? Uh, this is not a bad time of year to find, oh, geez, I, I forgot about that $5,000 CD or, oh, there is that old 401k from my employer 10 years ago still hanging out there. I mean, what a great time just to inventory your stuff and clean it up a little bit, you know, do some consolidating and clean up your accounts and, and then take a look at who your owners are. Are your accounts owned properly as they should be? Because things change, uh, life changes. You just want to make sure your accounts change along the way as well. And then beneficiary designations. This is a huge, huge uh, uh, spot, Tony, that we've seen in a lot of families or a lot of investors that it just kind of goes through, slips through the cracks. And and if I asked you, Tony, right now today, who are your beneficiaries? I'm assuming you'd say, well, my spouse is my primary, yep, and yep. of course, my kids, my kids equally are my contingent, right? Or 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 my trust. I got a trust, and 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 then we look, and I say, well, let's give let's give a call to your 401k provider or to your your uh, your investment accounts, your life insurance accounts, and we find out. That yeah, Tony, you have your spouse's primary, but there is no contingent beneficiary on there for for some reason, and we don't know why, but stuff happens, right? So, what a I mean, what an awesome, awesome opportunity right now when when we step back, just reflect on where we've been, and try to plan for the next year. Is hey, are all my accounts consolidated? Are they organized? Are they titled properly? Are my beneficiary designations up to date? Heaven forbid something bad happens to myself or my family this next year. You rather look at those things now proactively and make sure they're taken care of the way you want them to be versus somebody else have to deal with it after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's huge. And obviously, beneficiary designations are, you can't overemphasize how important it is to get those right and to make sure they're updated because we hear the horror stories all the time about people who didn't oh, have daily. them listed or still had an older person listed that yep. they were no longer wanted to be there. And it doesn't matter if you have an updated will, beneficiary designations on accounts and things like that take precedent over the will. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. I mean, a lot of people say, well, gee, I, I, I got a trust, but you know, I, um, they think just because they have a trust that automatically, if they pass away, that's where their 401k or their life insurance is going to the trust. And, and that's not correct. As you mentioned, Tony, beneficiary designations are the leading uh, processing of the claims if and when something happens. And so if you have your spouse and maybe the kids on as contingent beneficiaries, and then at some point in time you went you went ahead and got a trust, but you never took the kids off as contingent and put the trust on, uh, the trust is not affiliated with that account at all or those yeah, multiple accounts. And you, no, and you may have a different uh, distribution plan inside of the trust than you do just 50, 50 between the two kids. Uh, but that won't matter uh, upon death. That will not matter. If that account was not funded to the trust, if the trust was not added as the proper title or proper beneficiary, wow. uh, the trust is really irrelevant in that situation. So yeah, that's yeah, a I think huge that's, mistake that people, it's a big make, mistake yeah. and people don't realize that Tony, I, you know, for in 21 years, it's a very, 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 unfortunately a very common mistake. We've seen a lot of investors make. Sure. Well, this has been a great show, but unfortunately, we're out of time, Jason. Let's give away a few more copies of that book. If our listeners want a copy of the book, all they have to do is give us a call. The book is Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, but Prepare for the Worst. Give us a call, 989-835-7203. We're giving away copies of the book. Uh, they're completely, uh, there's no cost, no obligation. We'll send you the book. 
It's great. A lot of great financial information in there. Again, the number to call is 989-835-7203. And Jason, uh, a very Merry Christmas to you and yours. Tony, an awesome, wonderful Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year to from my family to yours as well. And for all of our listeners out there today, have an awesome Christmas, Merry Christmas, and a blessed New Year. Thank you for listening to your Financial Empower Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisors. Just call 989-835-7203 or visit them online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., DBA Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group. Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Kreiderman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.